0: Welcome to the Hello Lovely Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Williams, and I teach women how to be themselves. As an exclusive life coach for women, I'll teach you how to manage anxiety, make decisions you're confident in, and stop beating yourself up. So let's get started. I am so honored to be with you today. Before we get into our topic, which is delicious just got back from the most beautiful brunch date with a lovely. Um, We had been talking about meeting up and grabbing a bite and her and I picked a day and it was today. (laughs) And we went to Chick-fil-A and pretty much had the place to ourselves. There was hardly anyone in there. The staff of Chick-fil-A, of course, was incredible and so friendly and so accommodating and almost felt like they welcomed us into their home it was just the whole experience and you know what this really lines up so nicely with today's topic too is finding joy in the little things the little things that are right in front of our face so i'll get back to that in a minute but <laughs> i ordered a egg white grill i think it's called and the lovely i was with surprised me and treated me this podcast episode is going to be so off the rails (laughs) not really off the rails christy style because i'm not really going to do any editing in this episode i'm just going to pretty much let it go let my mistakes go um It's raining right now and there's thunder in the background and cars are going to be driving by and all kinds of things. I'm just going to let it all be here. And I want you to be here with me. Whether you're driving in the car, you're walking, you're sitting on the couch, whatever you're doing, welcome. Welcome into my moment right now. This is kind of what joy is about and I don't need to edit all of that stuff out of here. I know you. I know you, lovely. And I know that You appreciate these little things. So why would I cut them out? (laughs) Anyways. But yeah, the egg white grill was so delicious. It was, I'm going to describe it to you. It was a toasted English muffin with an egg white over a piece of grilled chicken, juicy grilled chicken, and a slice of cheese. Girl, it was good and satisfying. I think the only thing I would add next time is a piece of bacon. (laughs) but it was so good. And I had this most amazing opportunity to get to know this lovely so much more than I have already gotten to know her and just got to truly see how much a pillar of strength she is. What stands behind this conversation is don't think that because it doesn't feel good that it's wrong. You're going to know and you're going to learn how through self-esteem and through practice to trust when it's time to stand up and trust when it's time to be silent. They're not always going to be 100% the answer in either situation. So when that comes to your goals and maybe someone doesn't understand and they're pushing against you because they just don't get it, it might be an opportunity where silence is the most powerful because there's nothing to prove but only you are going to know when those moments apply and you can trust that one, giving yourself a moment to pause and think and pray (laughs) will give you enough clarity to make that decision in the moment. So yeah, as we kind of transition that into the topic of having more joy, I want you to think about the value of adding more joy into your day as a choice. So I'm going to give you an example. Last night, I was feeling um, anxious and I was feeling a little scared and I was feeling a little hopeless. And I tell you this from a powerful place of that is okay. If you have moments because you feel scared or you feel hopeless because of things that you see going on in the world that you wish you could change everything right now, That is totally human. It's totally okay. And, 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 and with that as well, you can add more joy into your day as a choice. So this morning when I woke up and I remembered I can do this, (laughs) I can add more joy to my day immediately it opens up so many possibilities. Immediately, it opened up so much internal motivation that I am so thankful for to enjoy the day that I'm approaching. So it doesn't mean that um, when you're scared or you're hopeless, you have to like jump out of it. But what I want you to know is even in those moments, those feel like an end. Those feelings of scared and hopeless, again, are feelings. They are emotions, emotions in your body. What can happen is in those emotions, when you feel the emotion of scared or hopeless, during those feelings, they feel so final. In your mind, in your experience, in those moments, you may feel like this is it. This is the last feeling I'm going to feel. Now I'm only going to feel scared and hopeless in some flavor. If that's been what you've experienced in some or some flavor of that, of course, that makes perfect sense. And I want you to know that it's not your last emotion. You will be feeling something else. There'll be a a positive emotion that's also available afterwards. It's not to rush you into feeling positive, but I want you to know that in those moments because of the feeling that sometimes that comes with those is that they're not your last emotion you can feel those and you can be confident that you'll be feeling something else or that you can create joy and you can add other emotions back in when you want to so instead of it being this thing of control or force where i have to feel positive Instead, it's more like, you know what? I feel a little scared and hopeless right now. Makes sense because I'm focusing on this thing that's happening in the world that feels difficult right now. And I'm, I'm choosing to do that. I want to reflect on this for this moment. But later, or in a little bit, or in the morning, or before I go to bed, because you get to choose, I'm going to add also back in some joy. I'll give you some examples of of how to do this, if there's a little bit of how, but I also really want you to trust that you do know how to do this also. It's changing your perspective. It's readjusting your focus back to things that you can control, back to the beautiful things that are right in front of you, right in front of you, your home, a loving relationship, food, water, clean water, a cup of coffee, a phone. The roof over your head. Let's just pause here for a minute and just, I want to give you some space to allow you to think of all the beautiful things right around you in your immediate space that are things that you love and appreciate. Let's just pause. Okay. So like while you're looking around and thinking about the different things, I did the same. And I've got like a oil diffuser in my office. I love that I have that. I love the oils and the smells that come with it. I love that those were created, that these beautiful scents and fragrances were created for our senses. I have an artificial plant that looks very non-artificial in my office and I love that it's there. It reminds me of creation. I have a picture of my sister, Nikki, on the table. And I'm so glad that's there. And I'm so glad I have the hope that I will see her again. I have a mini fountain in my office. (laughs) It's not even on right now. And I'm so glad I have it. So these things don't always have to be material. They can also just be, I have my legs. Those are material. But I'm talking about (laughs) things that you buy right? They don't have to be items of purchase, right? Breathing. Aren't you so glad you can breathe? And these will seem simple. They will seem obvious. And that's exactly why we have to draw our attention back to them. Because when things seem obvious and things seem simple, that's when they are taken for granted. So it's just a renewal of appreciation of what we have right now. Scared and hopeless can sometimes be feelings that come when we think of things we don't have yet. Or think of things we fear of losing. And that's why when you, as a choice, intentionally add back joy by focusing and thinking of things that you do have, that you do value that you know are coming in the future, right? And that's a fun one to take you to, right? A fun place to take your mind is things that you know that are coming in the future. I choose to believe, and I choose to tell everyone this, that they can borrow it, so take it if it connects with you, is amazing things are always happening. Even in the thick of it, when there is something going on that maybe I don't understand, or maybe I do wish I could fix right now, and I recognize The parts that I can control, and I step up to those. And then the parts that I don't, I need to release. I still choose every single day to believe and know that amazing things are happening. Even if I can't see them yet. Something is being worked out that's only going to be better in the future. And right now in this moment, there are things around me that I can hold on to physically, or I can hold on to mentally, spiritually, emotionally, that bring me joy in this moment. So let's talk about joy a little bit more as it applies in different areas. So joy is an emotion. It's a feeling. Joy can also be a mindset, a mindset of joy, because what you think creates how you feel. So if you're new to this podcast, And you're like, what? (laughs) Let me say it again. What you think creates how you feel. So if you want to feel more joy, choosing a joy mindset is going to change your perspective, give you more options of thinking, change your mind, reset your focus, all these different things, whatever language connects with you. Your thoughts are going to influence how you feel, period. So when you're feeling a feeling like scared or hopeless or any other emotion, just acknowledging that that's okay can give you a more calm experience through them. Because when you think it's okay, I'm here. I can feel this. I can breathe through this. There's nothing to figure out in this moment. How do you feel? Calm. More calm. Okay, so choosing a joy mindset or an optimistic mindset is simply suggesting that when your mind starts going down a rabbit hole of worst case scenarios, that's okay, and you can catch it, you can catch that thinking and pause, breathe, and reset your focus to an optimistic mindset, an optimistic Mindset doesn't have to be excited, right? But thinking of things that add joy back into your life. What do you know right now that's in front of you that you enjoy, that you're glad you have? It can be simple. Sometimes when we think of joy, because it can be a higher emotion of pleasure, you know, joy, joyful, there may be some pressure to feel excited, and that's not what I'm talking about right now. When you're adding more joy into your life, it also really comes with calm. Joy is kind of calming. It's kind of soothing. So you don't have to feel excited. And if you would love to know more about emotions and working with your emotions and more about what I'm talking about, about the different feelings, I invite you to check through the feelings podcast and check through a couple of the episodes that go into more detail. With that, a couple of those episodes are... Hilariously, (laughs) 48, 58, and 68 by a total beautiful accident. So we have episode 48, which is emotional principles, because feelings don't follow rules, but there are emotional principles. 58, which is feelings, and episode 68, thoughts and feelings. So check those out. I think you'll really enjoy them. And it's also something that I work with clients on each week, helping them understand their emotions creating the mindsets that support them the most. So if that's something that you're into and you want to get started in, I'll tell you more about how to do that at the end. So yeah, so joy as an emotion, as a feeling. Joy as a mindset, what you focus on, what you choose to think about. And joyful action. Have you ever thought about that? Actions you take from joy when you feel joy. Let's think about that. Let's do another pause, y'all. When you feel joy, what are some things that you do? So maybe when you feel joy, you're just reflecting more. Like you're daydreaming a little bit more. You're appreciating or maybe even physically holding something that you enjoy. There's a release of having to figure things out there's a presence in the moment that has no attachment to it looking a certain way there's just a lot of appreciation and it's almost like for me even my eyes open up a little bit more like i feel clearer in my mind i would love for you guys to share what it's like for you if you want to tag me on instagram miss christy williams and share your gems, your juicy gems from this episode. Yeah. When you really think about how you act, like what actions come out for you when you feel joy, share those, think about those. These are all things that contribute to the life that we live. And the experience that we have in our life is choosing, choosing to acknowledge we're going to have both positive and negative emotions. And that without having to control our emotions, like by being controlling, we can influence our mindset, we can influence our feelings to add more joy into our daily lives. And what that does as a result, I want you to think about the result that that creates, is instead of focusing on what you don't have yet, you are present in what you do have that you do appreciate. There is more joy in a goal when you are all up into the activities that create that final result. Think about that. So whatever your goals are, because I know a lot of you have varying goals. Some of you want to feel more secure in a new position. Some of you want to get a new position. Some of you are making more money in your business, are starting a business, losing weight, feeling more confident about yourself and just getting to know your emotions more by building self-esteem. All of those goals are beautiful. And all of those goals you are absolutely going to reach. But I want you to think about the experience you have and how different it is when you're just focused on goal, goal, goal. I got to get there. I got to get there. I'm not there yet. Versus, man, I love how I've set up my day to support me to do these activities that will of course reach a goal. Do you guys see the difference? Instead of this striving, striving, push, push, I'm not there yet mentality, which can happen. (laughs) That's why we're calling it out. It's okay. You come back by choice to add more joy into your experience. You're like, hold up, brain. I actually enjoy what I'm doing. Don't let me forget that. (laughs) Right? I enjoy getting up and eating food. I enjoy getting up and writing out my thoughts. I enjoy effort that's fulfilling. I enjoy when it's time to rest. I enjoy a plan. Right? What are the things specifically in your schedule? Think about the things, the pieces of the puzzle that create the result you're after in your goals. And I want you to be all up into practicing how much you love those things. And if there are things that you aren't enjoying yet that are becoming new habits, play and practice with what it's like when you do enjoy them. Or what do you enjoy about it? What do you enjoy about it? Such a good question. So I'm going to give you an example here because this is not forcing positive feelings. This is not being positive poly where we're just like, You're happy all the time, and you pretend you love everything. (laughs) But it's really creating more joy in your experience on purpose because that's what you want. So for me, I am a cardio lover. I used to love running, and I could tell you another backstory on that. It was not always that way, but we're going to not do too, too many backstories (laughs) from this point on. I love running. I love cardio. I love like trying to go fast and, um, all those things. And if you've been following this podcast, you know that over the last couple of years, I've had some things going on with my neck and it's just not recommended for me to do those activities anymore. And I didn't listen because <laughs> I love those things and I would do them anyway. And I would test them out here and there. And what I've come to see is like, I just get so much nerve pain afterwards. And there's so much recovery afterwards that it was time to fall in love with something new. So I started working out with a nutritionist and a coach who you guys have probably heard through the podcast. Jenny, she's even been on one of my episodes. Check her out. But I learned that lifting, lifting weights was going to be my new process for staying healthy, getting strong. And while I was excited to get started because I wanted the results, I would, I'm going to tell you all right now, right now, I was not excited about lifting weights at all. <laughs> so in the beginning, it started out a little bit like psyching myself into it. And sometimes that works, right? But it, I will tell you this, it's meant as a temporary ignition. It's meant as like a match, a match, right? It does catch fire and it can light up a source, right? But it's temporary. So psyching yourself into something can work. And I I don't think it's, there's anything against that, but only as a temporary jump. So I knew because I know this about myself, that psyching myself out wasn't going to be sustainable, but right now it was what I was going to use just to get started. It was going to be my match to be lit. And it worked. So for the first week, I just like lit myself up. I psyched myself out, like, yeah, we're going to do this. And during that week, while I was doing that, I also was thinking, what about this? Do I like? Right? Like, I didn't even love it yet. But what about this? Do I like? And what I did like about it was, it was simple. Like lifting weights um, was actually something that takes less time than running like in the schedule that I had, right? like I was looking for things to add more joy. So I was like, well, this is convenient. I can do it from home, no matter what the weather looks like. I can put on any kind of music I want. I can be myself and I can make all kind of noises when I'm lifting, right? There's no one around me that can see me and like make judgments about my weight lifting, right? Like that's where it started. And over time, like now it's been a year and I love lifting. Just yesterday, I was telling a friend of mine, I had one of the best lifting exercises I've done. They've all been great, but you know, things just get better and better when you fall in love with them on purpose. I had one of the best lifting exercises yesterday. It was about 40 minutes. And girl, I was sweating and it was difficult. And I stepped up to it. And when I was done, it was like this most beautiful blessing. I felt the rush and the cool down that I used to feel when I was running. And you guys, if y'all know me and y'all know that that's what I miss the most about the running was not only the being outside and f- running, <laughs> like the act of running, but that rush you get. So what do you hear from that? What are your takeaways from that? For me... It's a beautiful skill set of knowing that I can fall in love with any activity I choose, even if initially it's not an activity that I love. If there is an activity or something in my life that I am putting in to reach a result that I want, I personally am going to own the experience in it. I've chosen to not complain. Complaining is different from being like, you know what? This is hard and I'm going to do it. I've chosen not to complain because it tears me down. It takes the joy out. Joy and complaining do not happen at the same time. So if you want to add more joy, notice. It's such a beautiful exploration here and not in any way to be used against ourselves. Notice when you complain about something, that's an activity you want to continue. And just notice it. That's really the first step is noticing. Hey, this is an activity that I want to do every day. And I find that when I'm doing it, I'm complaining every day. Or I'm complaining maybe more overall in this activity than not. Just notice, check in. That in itself can help reset your focus back to, wait, why am I doing this? Why do I want to do this? What do I like about it? And possibly eventually for you, which is very possible, why do I love that I do this? Now, this doesn't mean that you'll never feel another negative emotion again, (laughs) right? But this just, I want you to know that this is just what's possible is you can choose activities that are going to be in your day anyway, that you have chosen and you can fall in love with them. You can create the experience where overall you're so glad you're doing them. So in the days when you wake up and you're not motivated, right? Or maybe you wake up and just not feeling it. You can remember because as your predominant thought, your predominant mindset, you've set yourself up to refocus and be like, you know what? And you know what? I don't feel like it right now. And here we go. (laughs) I'll give you guys one last tip before we kind of roll out how to add more joy. And of course, this tip adds more joy into it. And it's when you're thinking about the activities that you're about to do and you're not feeling like it in the moment, because y'all, that is so human, is think about how good it's going to feel after. Take a moment to almost meditate, like a mini moment, to breathe and pause and meditate about, okay, when I am done with this, when I have completed this and I've put my all into it and I've showed up, how is that going to feel? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. that can be a powerful spark. It can be like that match to give you just what you need to get started. It's a little way to add a little more joy into the things you're doing. So you guys, I am closing out this podcast, sending you so much love. I want you to know that, yes, there's a lot of things right now going on. It's also okay to fully bring in more joy into your day-to-day. And I want you to take this with you, is that when you do allow yourself to add more joy and not even allow, but make it an intentional part of your day to add more joy, you contribute to adding more joy in someone else's life. I want you to think that it's possible that you adding more joy intentionally, when it make sense for you into your day is contagious, and that spreads to people around you. I hope you have enjoyed this. Please tag me on Instagram, Christy Williams, and share your juicy gems that you got from the episode. I also would love to get your review on the podcast if you have not already submitted one, and I promised all of you listening that if you want to work with me and find out how to take this work deeper and more personal, how you can do that. This is the thing y'all learning about your emotions and learning about mindset on a podcast is fabulous and i'm so glad you're here but the most important way to make this a habit and a part of your lifestyle is to continue this work and that is exactly why i am a self-esteem coach for women so i invite you if you want to make these changes in your mindset add more joy build more self-esteem with creating a beautiful experience emotionally sign up for a consultation with me you can sign up for a new client consultation on my website you'll go to MissChristyWilliams.com. that's m-s-c-h-r-i-s-t-i-e williams.com at the top you'll click work with christy and there you'll be able to select a time where you and i can talk see if we're a match and if we are we will get started on your beautiful self-esteem journey I love you all so much. Enjoy the rest of this beautiful day and I'll see you next time. Hey, lovely. If you want to be more confident on the outside, you have to start on the inside. If you don't take time to create an amazing relationship with yourself, it will show up in every other area of your life. If you feel stuck or don't know how to be yourself, I invite you to work with me one-on-one. Go to misschristiewilliams.com and sign up for a free call to join my six-month program. That's m-s-c-h-r-i-s-t-i-e-williams.com and I'll see you in session.